Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. <laughs> We're back! So that's one thing that I changed then. What? The, the laughing. <laughs> laughing at the beginning of the opening of an episode. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, That's we're why. back. Hi, friends. Hello. Did you miss us? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they did. Yeah, I think so. Mm. But sorry. No, I'm not even going to say sorry. I'm not apologising. I'm not apologising for us taking a break. You know why? Why? Because... May was Mental Health Awareness Month. That's why. Yes. And we decided we were going to take a break from mental health. So there. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, because really, obviously, we all know what the past year has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world is slowly starting to open up again. And I guess with that comes excitement maybe a little bit of overwhelm also and even a little bit of anxiety yes and I think we both acknowledged that and before we let it get to a certain point of it being unmanageable we mm-hmm. thought now's the time to just take some time out for ourselves yeah um you obviously have been working constantly throughout this but working from home Mm -hmm. now there's like the talks of maybe going back to the office a few days and for me it was a case of well I was gearing up to go back to work because my work couldn't really allow me to work from home yes I could but like not at the 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 rate and the potential and the scale Mm -hmm. that I would normally um so it was it kind of gone from teaching a few classes a week to like going back to my full schedule and yeah I I know I can speak for myself here but I know I wanted to just make sure that I was okay um and that I was feeling prepared for certain restrictions lifting and yeah I guess you felt the same as well I did yeah because I mean I'm still working from home but it's kind of like Things are opening up now and my employers are like, well, we're getting the office ready. Um, This is the new layout. These are the plans. This is what you have to do. And it's caused me a bit of anxiety because I've been at home for over a year, like a lot of people. And I've kind of adjusted myself to the situation that I'm in, like most people. And the thought of moving away from that is pretty scary to me and um I tried to kind of not think about it and I was getting really stressed out and I thought I can't do it (laughs) I can't do it there was a lot going on there was work there was podcasting there was being a mum there was keeping my house going there was being a well-being champion (laughs) yeah I've got a new (laughs) role at work well not an additional role at work where I'm now a mental health first aider that's incredible so oh thank you so I thought I'd take a little bit of my own advice and think about my own mental health and think about 
all of the challenges and everything I've been through through the past year and it's difficult because when you're working with someone else um speaking you know solely about the podcast here like working with my sister obviously you know we talk all the time and going back to sort of taking my own advice I was kind of like I think I need a break but I didn't know how to say it and then I think we kind of looked at each other at one point and you were kind of like um do you think we should I was like yeah yeah I think we should take a break and it was good that we came to that conclusion together because we both needed it as much as we've needed doing the podcast because it's really you know kept us going kept us laughing kept us talking and relating to people um I think we really did need a mental health break and we've had it now and we're back and we're refreshed and we're happy and lockdown is coming to an end oh my god please do not speak too soon and I don't mean that in a negative way yeah I just mean that Okay, so here's the thing, right? <laughs> Let me get comfortable. <laughs> here's, when she says, here's the thing, it's like when she says, basically, basically, I'm like, all right, let me pull up a chair. <laughs> just pull up, like, have a seat. Pull up. <laughs> Grab your drinks, everybody. <laughs> but like, I think we mentioned this before, but okay, so Boris is like, yeah, yeah, you man are free to do this now. And it's like, yay we're gonna do this so I think so when the first restrictions were lifted and then everyone went and bit themselves a table outside mm. and I think that first day it was like snowing or raining it was or something. snowing and people were just outside like and I'm just like are you that desperate for a pint mm. omg and then it's like the next restrictions have lifted and it's like you can eat inside now as well as outside and mm-hmm. it's like I get it like I've missed all of those things too. Like I really miss just going out and dancing and like like leaving the, the club like proper sweaty and then going to like Bagel King or McDonald's. <laughs> what, like three like, o'clock four, in the morning? Yeah, four o'clock in the morning and then get home at like five and then just feeling, feeling like, oh my God, like I'm dead. Like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Um, Like I miss that. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, don't get stupid now because okay people are taking their vaccines and restrictions are lifting Mm -hmm. but it's like when you get complacent and then things start going wrong yeah and it's like already in the space of a week of the last lockdown being locked down the last set of restrictions being lifted i've known at least three people to say that they've had coronavirus so it's just like I get that we're all excited to like, you know, get back to some things that we've missed, but at the same time, be careful because I've got a special event coming up later in this year. And anyhow. Oh, have you now? Anyhow, anything just comes to disrupt that. I'm just going to fight the nearest person that's next to me. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I know who the person is, (laughs) so it won't be me. So okay. what's happening? What's happening? I won't condone violence. I won't fight them, but mm. I just... Throw hands. I throw hands. I feel like I will want to fight them, whoever it is. It could be okay. a stranger in the street. <laughs> okay. All right. Love no, after... What is it? Love after lockup. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, oh just see God. what I did there. Oh, my God. Just see what I did. I'm back in the room. Guys. I'm back in the so room. Remember, I think the last episode... Um, 
I mean, yes, we will get on with today's episode, but it can wait. We haven't been around for a little while. So let's talk about Love After Lock Up. Okay. First so things I, I first. Think I, yeah, I think I kept calling it Love After Lockdown. And everyone was like, oh my God. So I mentioned it, yeah, to well, someone. Slow down. Oh my God, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just don't have to get it out. I have to get it out. <laughs> okay. I'm not, actually, I'm not going to say this because this is her idea. And if... She, uh, who? If she pitches it, one of um, my riders, if okay. she pitches it, maybe I should ask for some commission <laughs> because it's a really good idea, actually. But anyway, we'll talk about this off air. But okay. anyway... <laughs> Back to the story. Right. Um, I think the last time this came up on the podcast, I was complaining that there was no new episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's where we was. Well, guys, oh my God. So the new <laughs> season started and there's drama with Lamar and Andrea. And Lamar and Andrea conceived their baby in the closet when he was still in prison. What? And oh my gosh. And Tony and what, what's the woman's name again? I can't even remember the woman's name, but she was bare crusty <laughs> and she smokes like loads of cigarettes and drinks drink here. Oh, and the, like, um, Angela, Angela, Angela. Yes, Angela and Tony. Yeah, Angela's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I saw the messages on Tony's phone. Yeah, he's cheating on me. And then she burnt his clothes and she burnt his belongings. And then he's like, come back. Oh, please. And he stay with you because she, he's like parole to her house. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. Like, blah, 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 blah. So he could like potentially end up going back to prison stuff. And then what else? There's just a lot going on and I'm so like, I'm just so excited that it's back. And like, I mentioned it in my we class the other tell. day. I was, I don't even know. See, here's the thing in class, right? I'm just in such a, a whirlwind of like emotions that I say stuff, not that I say stuff without thinking, but I say stuff that just fits that moment at that time. But I don't know what happened in that moment at that time why I mentioned that after oh Wow. You're more confused than I am. I thought I was a very confused person, but um, not as confused as you. Yeah, I, I said something. I think, was it in the cool down? I, I don't know. I think I was saying something about like, taking time to just like, do you and do the things that you enjoy? And maybe that's how it came up. Because okay. on my days off, I like to watch trash TV. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, I'm very excited that love. We know love that about back. you. <laughs> hey, stop it. Well, you know, we all need our guilty pleasures, don't we? Yeah, we mm. do. Anyway, I think we should get on because I could just talk about love after lockup. I think all we should. The time. <laughs> There's even this other show. Can I just say really, really Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So there's this other show, yeah, called Unexpected. And it's a little bit like, oh, do you know 16 and Pregnant? On MTV? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a little yeah. bit like 16 and Pregnant, where it's like, obviously, like these teenagers and they get pregnant. And they're 16. And they're, and they're 16. <laughs> but there was like this one. And the story was like really quite gripping because I think we were like, basically, obviously, if you get pregnant at 16, there's always this like, thing of what well, I guess mum's kind of said it to us like oh if you get pregnant at this age like whatever whatever mm-hmm. um well there's this girl and obviously she got pregnant and her mum actually like threw her out she was like if you don't get an abortion like you can't live in my house wow. um so she had to go and live at the boyfriend's house and the boyfriend's parents were so good to them and so lovely to them so it's just like I need to know what happened to, to Merka is that her name Merka I think I called her Mirka once. (laughs) Me 
to find out what happened to the meerkat. So yeah, oh. find out what happened to Merca and Ethan and their baby. So there's Unexpected and there's also 90 Day Fiance and all of the spin-offs that come from it. Guys, can someone please just jump in the DMs because I need to talk about these these shows. Apparently I'm the only one that watches them and it's just like, <laughs> I just need someone oh. to discuss this with. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'm done. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm really sorry, but I just... No, I'm not sorry. I just needed to get that off my chest. And I just thought this was the perfect time, perfect place to do so. Okay, I'm here. I support you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. That was a lot to take on, but... I know, right? I'm glad you got it off your chest. Thank you. um, it needed to be done, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. I feel so much better. I'm glad. Thank you for this therapy session. I really appreciate it. Okay, my invoice is in the post. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we doing apart from 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lock Up, Meerkat's Baby? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we actually talking about today? And what are we doing? Well, first of all you missed something and I, I have to say oh, that yeah. you keep missing it and I'm really not impressed I'm sorry this is your podcast <laughs> you don't you threw understand me off How? with the meerkat baby love after oh love <laughs> I got confused oh god okay mm-hmm. well you got something to say I think you should say it one two three and go oh should I sing it mm. one two three and go <clears throat> I need to get myself together. It's been a while. (sighs) You're right, love. (laughs) Inspo of the week. Okay, so yes, inspo of the week. I believe it's my turn. Okay, go on then. Oh my God. I was waiting for some acknowledgement. Um, yes, so it's my turn. Um, I've actually met this person. Check me out. I met this person. Check me out. Check me out. Boom. Bam. Bow. 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 Boom. Pow. Oh. <laughs> so you've met this person. <laughs> Have you not seen that on TikTok? I've heard it, but I haven't seen it. Boom. No. Boom. Bam. Bada ba boom, pow. Anyway, you've met this person. Yes. um, That's the excitement. Boom, bada pow. (laughs) Yeah, check me out, check me out. Check me out, check me out. Go on. I know. So I met this person, albeit for five minutes, but those five minutes, this person made an impression on me. Now, I actually followed her on Instagram before I met her. And... It was 2019 at the New York Marathon. New York. Yes. New York. I can't wait to go back there. That place left an impression on my heart. That was, so that was a trip, man. That was a trip. I really, I'm so glad you got to experience it. Oh my goodness. And I'm so glad that I was able to experience it with you. Oh, me too. And I just... Yeah, I really just hope that you had a good time because obviously you were kind of like, obviously I was there for you, but you was also kind of like 
being dragged around by me to go to all of these places and <laughs> meet all of my friends. Yeah, it was like, hi, here's my sister. And I was like, oh, hi, <laughs> it's my sister. Hi, sister. Hi. But you know what? I met some wonderful people, some really, really nice people. One of which I spoke to about two weeks ago. Oh, uh, is it? Who? Lovely Lorna. Oh. Yes. Yes. Um, so... It was a wonderful experience and I'm glad that we did that together. Yeah. I think it would have been completely different if it was just me on my own. So yeah, I'm grateful. I don't think you would have survived. (laughs) I wouldn't have survived. No. And I would have. You would have got lost. I would have got lost. And then you would have ended up dead. I would have ended up dead. Because you had to walk past the cemetery and you decided to do that by yourself at like midnight. Yeah. Like America's like a crazy place. So it's like. But funny enough, I just felt so safe. Like, because obviously I had my London streets about me. So I was very, I was hyper aware of where I was. I wasn't at home. So I was extra vigilant. Vigilant. (laughs) Vigilant. Apart from this time where there was that plastic bag on the door handle. Yeah, I lost it then. I lost it. Did we talk about that? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know. But um, yeah, I oh was hyper-vigilant, hyper-aware. <laughs> so yes, getting back on topic, the person that I'm speaking about is a lovely lady called Myrna Valero. Now, I was standing at, I was in the corral Um, ready to go up to the bridge to start running and um, I heard a bit of a commotion behind me because it was busy there was so many people there at the start line and um, yeah I heard a lot of shuffling about behind me and I turned round and I didn't have my glasses on (laughs) but I mean when do you ever (laughs) only when I'm driving okay so I I am (laughs) gonna say something though go ahead um maybe you should run or when you've got like a next big race like that, mm. run with your glasses or run with contact lenses. Because, oh my God, it makes a difference. You can actually see things. <laughs> I don't want to see things. I just, <laughs> I don't want to see things. I don't want to see people. And also, when your vision is clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Personal attack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> No, but it makes things look closer. So, like, if you're getting towards the end and you're like, oh, my God, I can't really see, like, how far. Yeah. It will look closer. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I might try that. This is from someone who's also, like, got bad vision. Mm. I actually think my vision's worse than yours. No, it can't be. um, Have you ever walked past mum? Well, you, you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, okay. You you can drive your car home in the night time. Oh yeah. I can't. Skills. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't survive. Really? No. Mm-mm. I've been driving for a long time. <laughs> I read the road. <laughs> Do you though? Yes. It's a skill I got from dad. No, no, no. Do you though? Do you read the road? Answer this question honestly. Yes. You are under lie detector. Um. Ooh, it's hot investigation in here, it? <laughs> Ooh, it's a bit warm if you are lying i know the route because you do a certain route often enough you get <laughs> why you're looking at me like that 
Can we you need to move on? <laughs> the time is going. People's probably wondering, do you know what? Let me just fast forward yeah, to the topic. But what I'm saying is we haven't been here for a few weeks, so enjoy us. Oh. Verbal diarrhea. <laughs> okay, so I hear shuffling behind me. I turn around and Myrna Valero is behind me, a.k.a. The Mernovator. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Because all these women were like, oh my gosh, Myrna, Myrna. And I was like, oh my gosh. Ah, Myrna, Myrna. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm really sorry to bother you, but can I take a picture with you? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, ah. And um, we took a picture together and I was so excited. And then I was like, okay, thank you. And then I turned it around again. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it was. I think because I was quite new to Instagram and obviously the only other person I knew on there was you. Oh and um, actually seeing someone that I admired and that I followed was a treat for me. Okay, so let's get into it. Now... I'm going to start with some abuse, unfortunately, that Myrna received. So this person says, you're a liar and a fraud. You're not a runner. I've Who says this? Some fool. Is it like troll? A troll? Or it could be a person but basically believes that runners should look a certain way, i.e. like them, be a certain way, be above a certain speed, like people that run slower, people that are larger should not exist in the space and the space is just for them. Oh gosh. Anyway. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. Anyway, let's go. Yes. So, so this troll, this person says you're a liar and a fraud. You are not a runner. Your mum's a liar and your mum's a fraud. How about that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, how about that? I've seen your few videos where you actually pretend to run. What a joke. Your mum's a joke. Listen. <laughs> wow. No, I will not stand yeah, for this. Yeah. How dare you? How I know. How dare you? It gets you? worse. It gets worse. Okay. What a joke. You're moving no faster than I can walk. A true, this is it. A true professional runner is not overweight, <gasps> which is what you are. Oh... Uh... Yeah. My. You want to further fat acceptance and people to kill themselves in your perverse idea of beauty. F you. So. Oh my God. Myrna was on the last loop of a 50k, 50k trail run. My friend, 50k. Right. Exactly. We've talked about this before because a half marathon from where we are in this position right now, mm. from here to Stratford is 13 miles. We drove to Stratford the other day we did. and that felt like it was, oh my gosh, we were driving to France. Far, because, far. Oh, it just felt like we were on the road forever. So that is in a car. Mm-hmm. Like on foot is something completely different. That is a quarter of what you'd be doing in the 50k for goodness sake yeah are you joking i know so this is what this troll this person sent to myrna 
So she was on the last loop. She grabbed her phone to document her experience because she documents everything. And it's wonderful to see, you know, all the adventures and all the trails that she's running on and all the different things that she's doing. So she looked at her phone when this email came up. So she's called the Mernovator and she's a singer, an author, a blogger, a teacher and an ultra runner who advocates for people in the running community who don't fit the stereotypical runner body type. And Myrna was also the National Geographic 2018 Adventurer of the Year and she's also written a book titled A Beautiful Work in Progress. Myrna says, I love my body the most when I'm out running, even if it's hard and even if I'm having a bad day. I know I have my body and it works and it's allowing me to do this thing. I feel strong and powerful and in that I feel beautiful. I'm black. I'm a big girl. And before she was well known, when she was showing up to races, she'd get people that would look at her like, "Okay, so what have we got here? Is she doing a 5K? Is she walking? And people would say things like, you're kind of heavy to be out here. Maybe you should go to the gym. Maybe. Wow. Maybe you, you should, should keep your brush your teeth to yourself. And hold on to that stank breath that you have. And, and your attitude. Speak. Yes. How dare you? How very dare How you? How dare you? Mm-hmm. But in spite of all this, Myrna continues to run the trails and hike and defy what other people think is possible for her size. So this really struck a chord with me. I can't believe how awful people can be to such a wonderful person. But you know what? It says more about them than it does about Myrna, because Myrna's still out here doing her thing, still running, still riding, still skiing, you know, having the time of her life. So good mm. for her. She's my inspo of the week. But you know, do you know what the sad thing about that is, yeah? Mm. Imagine if Myrna wasn't in kind of like the mental headspace that she currently is in now. What mm-hmm. if she was a beginner or someone who was just like, I just, I've always wanted to do this. Let me just do this thing. Mm. That one comment yeah. could have like crushed everything for her. It could have. It could have been like put her in a space where, oh, this really isn't for me. Or, oh, I am too too big to be doing this. Or mm-hmm. I don't fit here. Maybe I should do something else. Yeah. And this is why you really have to be careful about like the things that you say to people because you don't know where they are on their journey. Or That's you, you right. just don't even know how they're doing on that day. Words she could have power. had the worst day of her life that day and no mm-hmm. one knew it and then saw that comment and was just like, do you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I think that's why it really struck a chord with me because, you know, words do matter. And I mean, we both run and do other things. And it's like, for the marathons that I've done, I always cry at the end because of the training, what I've put my body through, the times that I've had to get up when I didn't want to, the times when I had to go out, the times when I had to fit training in, the times when maybe my daughter was sick and I had to work around it. It's a combination of all the thoughts, of all the feelings from my training. And at that point, 
when I'm coming up to the finish line, I'm very, very vulnerable emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that's why Myrna's story really stuck with me on that 50K because she was on the last loop of that 50K. Imagine. And to see that message, me personally, I, I'm silly and I giggle and I laugh and everything. I feel that I'm quite strong. But in those moments by the finish line or when it's coming up to the last of the race, that could, if it was me, it could potentially break me if I'd have received a message like that. So her experience really sat with me. Mm. Um, And I just thought that she took it all with such grace and with such power. And I just thought she was absolutely wonderful. And if you check her out on Instagram and on YouTube, she's just living her life and having the best time. And she's, um, if my memory serves me correct, I'm sure she's just been made like a Lululemon ambassador, right? Yes, yes. I've That's seen true. all the ads on um, Instagram and everything. And even that in itself Amazing. is like um, super cool because, again, brands... Um, jumping up about you know diversity and inclusion yeah you know it doesn't necessarily just lend itself to just race it's like you know body types abilities Mm -hmm. gender like it's all of those things so it's so nice to see like somebody different Mm -hmm. who is in that position yeah um and just how many people just by, by being who she is, she can now inspire even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. So Myrna Valero is my inspo of the week. And I am also doing a 50K. I don't think I've spoken about it much. No, we haven't. So can we just talk about this, please? <laughs> yes, we can. We can. Yes, we can. Do you know what? I feel like it... it it lends itself to what we're going to speak about anyway. Yes. So I think we should just talk about it. Let's just let's just have some time to chat. Okay. Well. 50K. 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 What do you say? 50K. 50K. Okay. Yes. Wow. I sung everybody. Oh. <laughs> well done. Oh, thank you. Oh. I came up with the song this time. Thank you. Great. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Do you love it? I love it. it. (laughs) So yeah, I'm doing a 50k. It's a point to point race. Um, So it starts in Horsham. And then we run down to Brighton. Um, Yeah. I think during lockdown. So when did you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Completely cut you off there. That's okay. Um, so when did you decide you was going to do this and why this particular race, why 50K? Oh, like- yeah. So um, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Lockdown was in full effect. I was just feeling some type of way. The first lockdown or the second <sighs> one? <laughs> I think it was the second one. So the one towards like November. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I was just thinking about all the racing and my situation and we'd spoken about you know the future and I was like okay I need something to work towards I need something like a pinpoint in the distance that I can kind of 
look at and move towards. Mm. So I was just kind of on the net one night, looking, looking. And I saw, I thought, oh, 50K. Oh, well, that's not too bad. It's just a bit more than a marathon. Oh As if that isn't enough. And but How disrespectful am I? You have to respect the distance, okay? <laughs> but I was like, nah, yeah, it's fine. I've got plenty of time to work towards it. So I started training. Got and into... I think at this point as well, mm. we'd maybe guess that the London Marathon wasn't going to happen in April or something that's, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'd already got in for the ballot for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I can do this. And it was set for March. So what, the 50K? Yeah. Oh. So we get to February oh, and goodness. I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't think this is happening. No, sir. So they sent an email and they were like, okay, well, basically this isn't happening. So you can do the Brighton one which is the 5th of June, or you can still do the Bournemouth one in October. What do you want to do? So I thought, October, cold, dark, and on top of that, the London Marathon would be on, and I think there'd be a week or two in between, and I'm not about that life. So I said, all right then, I'll do the one on the 5th of June. So transferred all my details, everything fine, started training, and... I have documented it here and there, but I've not been consistent with it because <laughs> I'm the type of person where like at school, when you did, you handed in your projects or whatever, or you were in a, an exam, the teacher wants to see the working out in the panel down the side. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I'm just getting straight <laughs> to it. So you're losing marks if you're not showing your working yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Show your working out. And to me, Instagram and documenting it is the equivalent of showing my working out. And I was a bit inconsistent with it. But I was putting the work in. I was just working secretly and silently, just doing my thing, training hard, fitting it all in, um, really being diligent with my training, being consistent with my training. I'm not going to lie, I did miss a few runs here and there, but, you know, sometimes you have to listen to your body, and I did, so I wouldn't go out. Um, so, yeah, fast forward to where we are now. The race is a week and a couple of days away, and I feel like trash. <laughs> oh my God. Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Okay, people everything and I'm gonna level with you I am feeling slightly intimidating now intimidated like I said before you have to respect the distance and I I kind of sat down the other day and I was trying to you know do some mindfulness and I was thinking about how I felt towards the end of the marathon and I was like for the 50k the 26.2 will not be the end. It's that. And then some. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here rocking like, hmm, I have no sympathy have for I you. Done? I have none because have you <laughs> just like. But I love oh, a yeah. challenge. Yeah. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to do this thing. It's like when you, um, 
<laughs> you said you was gonna do what was the thing called? The one that was in Essex, that relay thing. And oh, I'm like, fam, Spitfire scramble. Okay, yes, twenty four hour race. The twenty four hour race. And yeah. I'm like, fam, do you understand? People do this as a relay, bro. Yeah. And you're just like there with your little temp by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did 47 miles. But you did it. So like, you know, props to you for just being like, throwing caution to the wind and just being like, do you know what? Let me just do this thing and see what happens. Um, But also going back to the point of like, you not documenting it. Mm. That's fine. Not everything needs to be shared. It's true. Um, And I'm sure like you've got other races coming up this year. So, Mm -hmm. and they're races that you've done before. So you might even feel a little bit more confident in documenting them because you understand the process a bit more and yeah. maybe you feel like you'll have more to say or like if it's a thing of where you want to use it to encourage people because you've done it before you've got more experience to then feel like you can share that way I don't know but mm. um you know you didn't have to document this and I'm sure we'll we'll have a catch-up be it on the um podcast or otherwise yeah and how it went um I'm I mean you're laughing I'm really yeah. excited I love going to cheer at races and yeah. I'll, I'll be coming um I'll be coming Yay. with Angelica Yay. Angelica is my bike guys Angelica is my bike my Got partner bought bike. me a bike and Beautiful. I was like oh my gosh it basically is the white version of his bike so his bike is all black Ew. Um, so we decided to call his one Black Panther and then my one's called Angelica because she's white with like yellow wheels. She's very pretty. She's so cute. Like mm. she's just so cute. And like even I, I, I took her on the train the other day off peak time so I wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> and um, this one was like, oh my gosh, like, I really like your bike. Blah, 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 blah. She's asking me about it. So yeah. Black Panther and Angelica are going to be going on a date to go and watch their auntie um, run 50k mm-hmm. down Brighton way. Yeah. So I booked a hotel from the Friday. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I it's... thought you were going to do the hop along bus thing. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So... Okay. So this has changed and you haven't updated me. Update me then. I know. Everybody else. So God. much going on. Ooh. But basically. <laughs> basically what happened is obviously because it's a point to point race so it's as in you don't start and stop in the same place right okay fine so running from Horsham to Brighton but from Brighton there is a coach or buses that they put on to take you to the starting point in Horsham so I thought aha what we can do is drive down to Brighton the car's there you know, we'll stay overnight so I'm ready to go in the morning and get the bus, that bus that they put on, take me to Horsham rather than staying in the Horsham, staying in the Horsham, <laughs> staying in Horsham where the car's up there, running down to Brighton where the end of the race is, then having to go back up to Horsham to get the car and then go home. So the logistics was a lot. So I thought, you know what? Brighton's cool. Let's take the little girl down there. Bit of seaside. Turn it into a mini break because half term's on. So I thought, oh, this works out nicely. And she's really excited about it. So, yeah, that's the plan, really. So so you're staying there from the Friday night to the Saturday? Yes. 
Okay, and then you're leaving after the race to go home. So you're leaving on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> Someone going to drive me. Um, yeah, because I thought that would be nice. Because while I'm racing, then obviously AD and Nem can go and have some fun in oh, Brighton. Oh, so he's coming too? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's going to be like a proper family thing then. I know. Oh, this is cute. I think it's cute, yeah. This is very cute. Yeah, so... I'm really happy about that, but I am feeling slightly nervous now. Um, my body does feel really heavy, really sluggish, but I think it's the intensity of the training. Um, yeah, so I've tapered now. I am still running like three to four miles in the week. Um, doing lots of walking, just basically getting used to being fatigued really and still trying to push forward mm. so after a long run I'll come in shower do whatever try and stay on my feet and then go out for a little walk as well so yeah it's just basically getting my body adapted to what is to come <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous I'm nervous but yeah I will do a full race report or a debrief, or a, what do you call it? An autopsy. Oh my God, that's when you're dead? <laughs> on the situation, not on myself. Because oh. obviously you can't autopsy yourself. But I mean, like, I'll do a debrief or... A debrief. Yeah, that. because I think it will show, obviously I don't want to talk too much ahead of a time, but really, if I can do it, anybody can do it. But I want to hold that there. I want to keep my peace until after the race and then I'll report back. Cool. Okay. Okay. So how are things with you, by the way? Planning things, doing things. All right. Mm. Fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So why are we here? Yes, um, we're back. Um, we've changed up the format a little bit because we're doing it. A book review yeah just a, a small small book review for you guys yeah um we thought it was quite appropriate um we've been talking about running over the past year mm-hmm. a lot of people have picked up running um and they've liked it which is cool um so we thought doing a little book review of a book that we found in L-I-D-L mm-hmm. for, it was like 3.99 or something, isn't it? I think it was cheap. It was like mad cheap. And I think the RRP is like 14.99. Let me have a look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The RRP is like 14.99. So we was like, OMG, let's buy this book. Um, And we just wanted to share um some, a few key points from the book actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because, not everybody has access to a PT or a coach or someone who can help them in this way. And we just thought that this book for those people and for people who can, you know, who do have access for, uh, to coaches and stuff can be really, um, this book could be really insightful and just help them understand kind of what happens when you run how to help yourself and Mm -hmm. how to prevent injury so we will be reviewing the book the science of running 
analyze your technique, prevent injury, revolutionize your training. Wow. Okay. Should I do a jingle? Oh my God. I mean, whether book I review, say uh, book review, oh. book review, book review, <laughs> book review. <laughs> I was going to say, whether I say yes or no, there's one coming anyway. So I don't know why you bloody asked me. Yes, yeah, spoil it. Book review, book review. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> to the book review. Yes. So basically, the book is called Science of Running. Analyze your technique, prevent injury, revolutionize your running by Chris Napier, PhD. So basically, in a nutshell, it looks at the science of running. Um, It talks about muscle groups, tendons, form, function, fat, everything that you could think of to help you get the most out of your running. Um, It's a great book. I really like it. It actually helped me identify certain things because I have sciatica and at times it's really quite bad so some of the technical diagrams in the book actually showed me where the nerve is and that thing what is that it band what is the full name of that iliotibial band i think give her a blue peter badge (laughs) yes so it even talks about that I really liked actually um, about the book is that it has a glossary mm. and there's so many, you know, words and terminology that is used like for runners, to do with running, mm-hmm. surrounding running, um, that I think if you're a newbie, it can be a little bit intimidating or a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really explains what those those things are. Yeah. Um, even things that are like, maybe people like a coach or like a PT or an instructor would understand. So well, for example, like sorry, um, kinetic chain and explaining mm. what that means. And then you've got like foot stripe pattern explaining what that means. And like, I guess, you know, some people might be listening and be like, well, yeah, that's obvious, but it's not that obvious to everyone. Not to everyone. Do you know what I mean? So I thought it was really nice that there's, a section that really like explains each word and mm-hmm. what it means and how that then relates to the stuff that's in the book. Yeah. Which is really useful. So to dial it back a little bit, yeah. um, Chris Napier. So he's a physiotherapist with Athletics Canada and a co-owner of a physiotherapy practice. And he's a clinical assistant professor at the University of British Columbia. And he's also a keen marathon runner. So he knows what he's talking about. Mm. Mm. So main points of the book. To give you a bit of insight, I thought I would just kind of go over the foreword. So you kind of get an idea. Um, So... It's like two pages, but I'll skip to where it says using the science. So as a physiotherapist, I, this is Chris Napier, have helped thousands of runners from novice to elite continue with the activity they love. My work is informed by my research into running related injury 
And I've seen it time and again in my clients how an understanding of why injury occurs and how best to recover can improve their experience of running. But the science of running can help with more than just injury prevention. If you want to improve as a runner, understanding the physiology and biomechanics involved is a game changer. So there's more information there, but basically I would suggest that you get a copy of the book and read it yourself because obviously we all have different points of interest but that is just part of the foreword so you've got a bit of background into Chris what he does and who he can help which as he says is from novice to elite lovely lovely so the book's broken down into four parts chapter one is about running anatomy And that deals with the physiology of movement and explains the muscular system, fast and slow twitch fibres and which muscles are superficial and which are deep. So you've got an understanding of what your body does and what enables you to run. Then chapter two is preventing injury and that delves into how running related injuries occur and how you can minimise the risk. Chapter three is strengthening exercises and it helps to target the most important muscle groups used in running, which I guess is all of them, to be honest with you, because it's a whole body movement. And chapter four is how to train. And it offers some great plans, actually, from 5K beginner right up to marathon distance. I was going to say, mm. yeah, I, I really enjoyed that part of the book as well. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't just like, OK, here's like a five day, 5K training plan. It's like. Here's a beginner one, here's an intermediate one, yeah. here's an advanced one. So it's like there's something for everyone. Exactly. And then even going back to um like chapter three, like strengthening and stuff like that. Um I know from like the early times of me being around runners, it was just all about running. Mm. And it's like, well, no, actually, you know, that's only one part of it. Like how it the smaller stabilizing muscles doing in your body Mm -hmm. that's helping you balance on one foot because technically as you're running you're moving from foot to foot like individually yeah how are those muscles how are like how are the bigger muscles doing you know so it's I think that was a really cool um chapter in showing how you can better and elevate your running by incorporating strength work Mm -hmm. um So, yeah, that's something that I really enjoyed about the book, too. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well because, you know, strength work. I don't know. Do you think a lot of people do it or do you think they just literally just go out and run and don't really see a place for it? Did you do strength training? Um, I kind of always have. Of course. Yeah, I kind of always have. Um. But would you call it that or would it just be you being active anyway and, you know, doing what you do already? Um, Yeah, but then it will fall, some parts of it will fall into like resistance training or strength training, I Mm -hmm. suppose. Um, Sorry, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten. Did you strength train? So yes, is the short answer. Okay. Maybe not with like the intention of I'm doing this to help my running, but I was, do you get what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Right. The reason why I asked that as well is because remember, um, 
the bar challenge where oh, yeah. we did bar. Yeah, yeah. And I remember um, when we did the podcast, when I was reporting back and I was saying how much um, bar work really helped the strength in my legs mm-hmm. and helped to, you know, my legs were sore, but I felt a lot stronger and I felt a lot more stable. So I suppose a lot of people... Well, strength training seems to be a big thing these days, but I guess it depends on what you like to do. Some people just want to go out and run Mm -hmm. and some people do see that strength training can aid their running, which I definitely think it can. Um, On one of the chapters, when it's talking about preventing injury, I found it quite interesting where they've got a diagram and they're talking about injury sites And looking at the diagram, women tend to be more prone to hip injuries than men. Yeah. Um, It's roughly 50-50 for injuries to thighs and other injuries. Women seem to suffer more with knee injuries, much more than men, actually. Um, And men seem to suffer more with shin, ankle and foot injuries. Now, I'm not entirely sure why that interested me, but um, when it comes to running, they don't seem to do many female to male comparisons unless it's to do with time. So I thought that was quite an interesting thing to look at, actually, in terms of injuries. Um, And they didn't mention booby injuries. (laughs) you know you can interesting yeah you can you know yeah say it (laughs) well like i've seen pictures of male runners with like plasters over their nipples and like people having like bleeding nipples running along with like oh my god blood streaking down their (laughs) vest you know yeah yeah i mean it's an injury you know (laughs) just putting it out there you know so yeah any other points that you found interesting in the book? Um, yeah, I liked that there's running drills in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just ways to strengthen and get your muscles used to doing kind of like the action of running, mm-hmm. maybe without having to. And I guess with like the drill stuff is good for people that, you know, aren't really into resistance training or they're just like, oh, I just want to run. Mm-hmm. These are like stuff you can do on your run. Like, okay, 100 meters from home, I'm going to do these drills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just like nice ways of like being able to incorporate little bits into your runs that will help you like long-term. Yeah. Which is super cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's some good stuff in here, actually, that I would recommend that anybody um, look into. They've also got um, tips on assessing your fitness and, you know, heart rate training and, you know, your maximum heart rate and your resting heart rate and things like that. I mean, don't get overwhelmed with the fact that it says science. It's not the type of science that is kind of too technical I mean it puts it out in layman's terms but obviously it does delve quite deep into talking about muscles and um 
ligaments and tendons and things like that but it's nothing that will be too complicated for you I don't think and I think there's something relevant for anybody in here um they've even got tips on nutrition um all sorts of things really so yeah I would definitely recommend this book um rating oh I was gonna out ask of you 10 actually. out of 10 I would give this well first of all I think the technical drawings are absolutely amazing the layout and the format of it um the bite-sized chunks of bits to read um everything I would give this book a nine. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. How about you? Um, I would have given this book an eight. An eight. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes. Well, I think there's another book as well. Um, it's by another author and it's called The Science of the Yoga. So it seems like there's a series of them. Huh. But for this one, I think it's a really, really good book and it will look good on your shelf. So The Science of Running by Chris Napier, PhD. Give it a read or borrow it from a friend. Lovely. Lovely. So that was quite a nice way to ease us back into talking to you all. We hope you enjoyed the book review and can check it out. Yeah. Mm. You're getting shy because you've forgotten the social media handles. I knew you would. Oh, yeah. You know I always forget. So it's at Relatively Fit Pod. On Instagram. On Instagram. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Go on, go on. I've put a few things on Facebook, but to be honest with you, I'm just not feeling it. Does anyone still use Facebook? Does anyone have... still use Facebook apart from my neighbour who wants to say, who's that driving up and down the road at 11 o'clock at night? Blaring music. Oh, God. <laughs> Facebook is just a very oh. wild place. I, it's wild. I just, and I I just have it because I'm a part of like certain groups that I kind of need to still know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I don't really actively use it. I've occasionally posted onto Facebook stories. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I think about it, I'm just like, there's people from all 10, 15 years ago that I don't even talk to anymore. Yeah. Like, and I know these people don't follow me on Instagram. So it's like, oh, why would I want to put what I'm putting on Instagram back on Facebook? Right. So people that I don't even really talk to like that anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're all just weird. And I don't like you. You smell. Oh, wow. There's okay. like, yeah, people of the past that just need to remain there. Wow. Um, They're in the past for a reason. Yeah, I mean... They were just for that season. They were just for that season. Okay, I hear ya. No, but I just... Facebook. Hmm, nah. Anyway. Anyway. We're not using Facebook. No, Instagram. Instagram is where it's at. Yeah. Well, not really. I think TikTok's oh. where it's at. <laughs> You see, you're trying to get it me into that, but you know what? Check I don't me out, check me out. Boom, boom, pow. Bada ba boom, pow. I don't oh! have space in my life. TikTok is where it's at. The only um, thing I th- I've got off there is, oh no, oh, oh no, no, 
yeah I don't have space in my life because I don't want five hours to pass with me looking at my phone there are times I, like I can never get back so I look like this I'm trying Sometimes to simplify I look like my this. life I look like this I look like this like okay. this well, it's time for us to go okay. because um, someone's having an go. episode over oh, there. So, um, yeah, Instagram, relatively fit. At relatively fit. At pod. relatively fit. On pod. The Instagram. Oh, we've missed you, but we're going now. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.